Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the, the show. 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 Yes, welcome to the show. Show. Uh, Indeed. We uh, we are very excited to have you back uh, for this week's show. Um, it's just Getty and I, Getty and me yeah. this week. Uh, so Sorry to disappoint having... all. Yeah. So you just have to just... put up with us. You and us. You and us. You and I. A... You and me. You and, me and me. I. Is that One Direction? Cool. Asking the wrong guy. I think it is, yeah. We don't have to be. Yeah, it is One Direction, yeah. I, I went to. Um... Moment. What song is that? Oh, I went to um, the Mountain Duet from Chess. You and I. What's the one? Oh, Pity the Child. That's really good. Pity the Child! Yeah, great song. <laughs> It is such a good song. Yeah, that's such hey, a good song. Chess is a good musical. We just a good rock do that song, at isn't some it? Some point, obviously. And everyone shall revel in how good chess yeah. is. Yes. Chess. So yeah, Getty. Getty, that's you. Hi. That's uh, me. Hello. How are you? How's your... Or shall I talk? Because you're eating. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Hi, Tom. How are you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Good, good, good. Got some good news coming out tomorrow. Which I'm oh, yeah. What's that? About. Actually, you can't say. Well, I can. Oh, you can say because it I comes can. out after we record it. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully, you can cut it if not. But my book is out. Yay! It's available to order from the Watford Palace, uh, Watford Palace Theatre. Musical in a book uh, called The Terrific Trevils. It's a family family show, um, and yeah, it's really cool. You can um, it's basically like a, a, a kids' book, but it's got the um, it's got QR code in it, so it's got all these songs sung by like West End cast and and uh, right. UK touring yeah. actors. And uh, yeah, you scan the QR code and the lyrics are in there, and you can read it along. And the whole idea is that it's a musical in a book, so that you know, we came up with the idea when you couldn't go into theatres. So we were like, oh, how can we bring theatre to to people's homes? So, yeah, it's coming out. It's really exciting. Um, I think it's the first time a theatre's, like, produced a show as a book. So it's all a bit new and weird, and it's been very kind of strange figuring out all the ins and outs of, like, actually, like, the logistics of getting it on. But, yeah, yeah it's, but it's exciting, though. It's just... um. Theatres, as we've said before, on the podcast during this last um, lockdown and stuff, you know, especially during the pandemic, theatre has had to work out how to be a bit different and do things a bit yeah. differently. Um, yeah, and this certainly exactly. is a new way of doing things, and it's exciting. It's exciting. It is. I've seen it's the very book. exciting. I can. I've seen the book, listeners, and I can confirm that it's good, and I'm not just biased. And also, you haven't just got the book coming out; you're also moving house, which is exciting. I am. I am moving out. It is very exciting. I love my new place. Actually, cool. has a living room, which is yeah. always good. Uh, yeah, it's, and a dining room, which is great. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah I'm, Tom, I'm Tom, just Tom has up. gone less um, less Lloyd Webber and Rice and more Trini and Susanna this week, haven't you, Tom? Yeah, yeah. I uh, <laughs> I don't even know if that's of, right. I don't even know if they I do houses I, or I'm clothes. Just sort of, <laughs> Trini I'm just, and Susanna. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I just sort of went with it. But yeah, so there you go. The, the room's emptied, all packed up, and I've, I've had a zip car 
or a zip van to drive it all over this this evening. And mm. how does a zip car work? Where do you get the keys from? Uh, there, it's like a, you you unlock it on your app. What the and car? Then you go, yeah, and then you go into the glove compartment and you take the, the key out from there, and uh, you you can and then you drive it to the location, put it back in the glove compartment, and then lock the car on the app. That is so sophisticated. It's cool. It's really. I was really worried because I was like, oh, yeah. do I have to collect the key from somewhere? Do I, you know, have I got this wrong? No. You. Well, I think when your slot comes up, you literally just. It just gives you an option to unlock and lock, which is pretty, uh, pretty special. Wow. Pretty. Twenty-first century, special. hey. Yes, exactly. What about you? Now you've uh, finished your dinner. Oh, I actually haven't finished, so I apologise if um, throughout this podcast you hear me munching. Um, I um, well, I mean, after that, I haven't really got much. <laughs> I've, really? Um, mm, yeah, um, we had a lovely little planning session the other day, didn't we? Where we, we did got ourselves a crop monsieur coming. and sat in the sun and had some plan plans to make. Yeah, um, but apart from that, um, not really. I've just been seeing friends, still kind of keeping the diary busy after months of not being able to see anyone, which has been nice. Um, still on the NHS about um, trying to start this. I still can't believe I haven't started. It's been four months now. Um, and um, I have had some auditions. That's been nice. That's cool. Yeah. Any, no- any notable ones? Um, not as yet. Not as yet, but still stuff that's exciting and stuff that is, it's just good to be, back isn't it doing stuff i suppose and just Mm. getting getting things done and feel like you're moving in a direction so very cool yeah are are they were they in were they still self-taped self-taped yeah yeah still self-taped which i still haven't really got used to (laughs) auditioning on self-tape is for musical theater is 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 interesting singing to a camera is interesting it's interesting it's been really nice actually seeing seeing loads of people post roles and you know like roles that they've gotten and and new shows that they're getting on and it's good to see things are moving again. It's exciting. It, it makes me exciting. feel happy to see my friends and people I know kind of you know being able to post about you know stuff that they're doing because my I agree because Instagram has been essentially dead really. For that yeah. for the past year year and a half so all encouraging signs we're back <laughs> this week we have a very exciting letter for you i like this letter it's a very exciting letter there's a lot of musicals for this letter there are um, and that there letter are. is of course Yes, lots of musicals for it, wasn't there? So many letters beginning with S is what I was just about to say. So many musicals beginning with S, yeah. Um, it was quite overwhelming, this, this uh, choosing a, a musical for S. Um, mm. I mean, you were, you were quite excited for the set. Is S your favourite letter? Is that why we're excited, Tom? Is S your favourite letter of the alphabet? I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of musicals to choose from. And also, it's just, it's just before T, which is obviously my name begins with 
So, <laughs> I don't so, really know. I try to justify why I said that, and I don't really have a reason. I sort of just said it no. without thinking. Well, I'm, I enjoyed watching you drown in that. That was that was fun, that was that was fun for me. Um, but yes, but I think no, no, it is. I am a big fan of this letter because there was there was normally we some some of the letters like Q we look at and we're like, what what are we going to do? We're trapped. Mm. But with this, there was uh, plenty of choice, plenty of good choice as well. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It wasn't a just choice. Hamper. It was a good choice. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, but we did, uh, after lots of deliberation, uh, land on the uh, the incredible musical, which I've only I haven't actually finished it, but I I've watched uh, uh, three quarters of it. <laughs> Don't um, admit to that on the podcast, mate. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, I've listened to the album. I've just, I've not seen the okay the Netflix. Uh, mm. Shrek. Shrek, Shrek the musical. Shrek, Shrek the musical. Uh, which I have to say was awesome. So music by uh, Janine Tesori. Indeed. Uh, lyrics and book or book and lyrics. It's uh, <laughs> normally how you say. It. Is uh, David Lindsay Aber Aber. A bar? Um, yes, Janine Tazori of Fun Home, Violet, Caroline or Change, and Thoroughly Modern Millie fame. And uh, David Lindsay Abair, who um, apparently wrote High Fidelity with Tom Kitt, who also wrote... Um, Next to Normal. Next to Normal, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, there you go. Wrote Next to Normal. And he also wrote... Do you remember the animated film Robots? I, I did. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, David Lindsay Abair wrote that. <laughs> That's pretty, yeah, pretty great. Well, yeah, you can tell because right. the humour is the very similar, isn't it? Also, I didn't realise that uh, William Steig, Steg? Wrote a book called Shrek? Called Shrek. I didn't know it was a book. Yeah, amazing. I mean, I, I, I didn't, didn't know, know that. that it was a book. I, I had no idea that Shrek, I thought the first thing ever from Shrek was the film, the 2001 film, Mike Myers. I did not realise this yeah. either. Um, it's uh yeah a 1990 fantasy picture book um, yeah yeah <laughs> it's like a big and ironically book. he said he said that the film really helped boost book sales and here's me 19 <laughs> 20 years later never having even heard of the book <laughs> um it does say in the beginning though doesn't it it says because i i caught that on the netflix i saw his name and that's where mm. I, I that's why i was like oh okay and yeah yeah, yeah. Nineteen ninety, it it came out. Yeah. And when did the film and, come um, out? Two thousand and one. It was two thousand one. So they started work yeah. on this pretty soon, didn't they? Because they started working on it in two thousand two. Yes, they initial did. Initial ideas. Um, yeah. The initial ideas of the show, yes. And um, Steven Spielberg originally purchased rights to the film in I think nineteen ninety four. So Shrek as an idea of an animated film or or like a concept as a film thing has been around for a very very long time now shrek of course meaning fear or fright in german yeah in german yeah indeed indeed i thought the way they took it from film to stage was pretty amazing Mm. i think it's pretty i was really really impressed how they get from the film shrek to the show shrek and what they do on stage is phenomenal it's so good how they, so cool. all the costumes, all of the, the, the set design and all of it. It's just so smart. 
so smart. Uh, we, we, we really should give a, a shout out to uh, Tim. Uh, the guy who did the thing. Tim Hatley. Tim Hatley. Tim Hatley did costume and set. I mean, mm. honestly, incredible. Just Shrek alone, the, the makeup and costume on him. Is oh, I know. And the, uh, and it the was unreal. They, yeah. And the way they flip between, like, you know, Fiona, obviously, because they can't make her green in some of the scenes. So they just use lighting, which I, is, is a direction thing as well. When, how they do those quick changes is, is it's beyond awesome, me. It's awesome, isn't it? It's beyond well, that's J- Jason Moore, the director. I think hmm. we'll be we'll be coming up with those clever ideas. Hmm. Um, yeah, well, also and Tim Hatley doing the costume design so that she could easily <clears throat> get in and out of an mm, ogre costume mm. that quickly. Well, there you often go. find set designers and uh, and directors working, especially with musicals, working so closely together. Mm, it's true; they have to, especially with a show like this, though. Like you literally have to because. How are you yeah. going to negotiate things like Fiona turning into an ogre or the, the dragon or, you know, the fact that Farquaad has to be tiny. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, which all is the, but yet really cool. Yeah. Which is really cool. You know, all those things, you, you know, you have to basically direct the show with the set and costume design almost with a show like this. Well, you know? And, and the, what the mo- one of the favorite moments for me was where the mirror mirror on the wall where he's like oh i've got some extra features and then you click on the backstory of fiona or something yeah and it zooms into the the balcony and then it the mirror pulls away and she's there i thought that yeah, was amazing yeah, it was, it's, it's that's so what smart, i mean in terms it? of they made it feel, feel like the film like so many musicals we've kind of it's the same with the lion king i think in the way that they they found a new way to do it so many, so many mu- films that turn to musicals can look a bit panto-y, a bit naff. Mm. But I think with this one, they really captured that that magic that the film had and made it look really cinematic, which is so difficult to do. I mean, the budget was twenty five million, so they had the money mm-hmm. for it. They did. But, um, <laughs> they did. I feel yeah, like they they're really still did. every year trying to <laughs> trying to get that back. So I feel like a lot of, like I said, people are going to know this tale. So there's not really pressure. I just think for the audience, it'll be quite nice because they can probably. Well, you know, it's quite. It's, there are bits that are actually quite different. There's actually quite different. Yes. It's not. It's not. Yes, it's not entirely yeah. the same. No. Um, I do miss the fact that mm. we don't see Fiona taking down Robin Hood and his men, for example, <laughs> in in the in the show. Yes, but we do get to see her pied piping about, which is quite fun. How long do we have for plots again? I forget. 45 but we always go over yes we do yes we do because there really are lots of plots to summarize yeah <laughs> even the easy remember ones when we, remember when we did 30 that was funny gosh yeah yeah if anyone well, hasn't well, we never did do 30 the older, though did we <laughs> well if you go back to the first couple episodes if you think these are chaotic just go and listen to uh nine to five or or anything goes <laughs> i think maybe beauty and the beast okay i'm gonna time you Okay. Are you ready? I am. Three, two, one. After being sent away at seven year old seven years old, Shrek's swamp is overrun with banished fairy tale creatures. Shrek decides to go to Lord Farquaad to regain it. Shrek rescues Donkey on the way and reluctantly agrees to drag him along as he is lost. Meanwhile, in Duloc, Farquaad's 
Mira tells him that he can't be king until he's married, so he gives him some options, and he picks Fiona, who is in a dragon-guarded castle. We see Fiona's life so far in the castle. Then Shrek and Donkey arrive. Farquaad demands that they rescue Fiona in return for the Swamp Thieves. They agree. Shrek rescues Fiona whilst the dragon is preoccupied with Donkey. Shrek doesn't give Fiona the rescue she wanted, but they reunite with Donkey and escape. Fiona is shocked that Shrek is an ogre and not the Prince Charming she thought he was. He tells her she is to marry Farquaad and they set off to Duloc. But Fiona must not because she is going to turn into an ogre. And so while Shrek goes to open up to Donkey, she, we reveal that she transforms. As they continue their journey, Shrek and Fiona begin to fall in love, and Donkey finds out Fiona's secret. Due to mishearing the, mishearing the conversation, Shrek is angered and goes to Farquaad, who gives him the deed, and Fiona, Fiona agrees to marry him, Fiona. That day before sunset, Donkey tries to explain, but is rebuffed by an angered Shrek who wants to seal himself away. Meanwhile, the fairy tale creatures agree to overthrow Farquaad. Back at the swamp, Donkey shows up and eventually manages to get through to Shrek, who goes back to Duloc, riding on Dragon. They stop the wedding. Dragon incarcerates Farquaad, whilst it turns out he was uh, what? Who it turns out is also a fairy tale creature. Shrek and Fiona break the curse by kissing, and Fiona stays an ogre, and they live happily ever after. <laughs> this is why I should type wow. it instead of read it. Yeah, write it. <clears throat> that was good. But though. I cannot read my writing. That was a pretty good summary. Uh, I mean, that was that was quite long. Two minutes. <laughs> Two minutes. That was one minute and uh, and uh, and twenty five seconds. Yeah, I'm going to type it going forward so I don't stumble over my words. But um, yeah, I mean that's why it's slightly different to the film because there's like a little few, there's a few intricacies that um, I just don't remember happening in the film. So I was like, oh yeah, okay, that's cool. I'll put yeah. that in there. Um, I loved the um, I loved I loved and also got confused by the whole Farquads. Is dabbing a dwarf with 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 Snow White because Snow White comes up as an option on the mirror. Yeah. So I was like, oh, so yeah, but does hang that on, mean the that... dwarfs dwarfs aren't related to Snow White. It wouldn't be weird. Yeah, but it's like, not like surely, he'd be marrying. Yeah, but his surely he'd be like, surely he'd be like, when he's going, oh, one, two, three, one, two. Surely he's not. He's going. Oh, I'm not going to go for two because my dad sleeps in a bed with her. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, but maybe like, oh, maybe that maybe that is what. Maybe that's what he is thinking, and that's why he doesn't say anything and doesn't pick that one. Well, he's a very he's very convincing. If he is, he's very convincing. I love that it opens with Shrek at the beginning. Although I do think it's weird. I do think it's weird that all the characters have the same, and also quite clever. They have the same backstory essentially, and how they all turn out slightly differently, but they're all battling the same problem. Yeah, but that that's that's how they start falling in love, isn't it? And I got you beat. There's yeah. that moment where where um they literally sing at the same time. What was it? My parent. What's the li lyric they sing together at the same time? It's like um um my it's it's a lyric like my parents threw me out. Um, and they literally look at each other and they realize in that moment, don't they? That oh well, hang on, we've both been treated, or we've both had this very upsetting thing happen. So let's actually start bonding in that classical musical theatre fashion. Yeah. Also, going back to the Snow White thing, I just a, a quick shout out to one of his probably improvisations rather than it being in the script. Um, Mr. Um, what was his name? The guy who played Farquaad, uh, Mr. Christopher Sieber, um, mm -hmm. as as Snow White comes up on the mirror and he goes, oh, look, no, no, not her. She's in Tupperware. <laughs> uh, was that an improv? <laughs> That was that's yeah. so funny you said that because that was going to be in in favorite songs. That was going to be my favorite line. I think that's so funny. Oh, it's when just he, when so funny that, when she just, comes out and goes, "Oh so no, <laughs> no, uh, she's in Tupperware." <laughs> yeah, very funny.
Very good. Love it. He's great. I mean, um, I loved I loved the characterization of of uh, Farquaad in this one. Very camp. Mm. Yeah, but again, it goes back to what I was trying to say about the glitz and glam of Broadway that they just they just yeah. essentially turned him into in, into this showgirl. They just turned him into yeah. Yeah, much yeah. like th- this is where I think there is a slim there is a slight crossover with like Mel Gibson humor in that in the producers when when um Roger Debris playing Hitler goes to the front of the stage and starts singing I was just a paper hanger no one more obscure no, all that kind of stuff he's just turned into this yeah. showgirl um and that's what they've done with Farquaad and it is really smart because on stage that works incredibly well you know yeah. um yeah. which is you know when he's doing the kick lining at the front and and doing the the defying gravity ending it just makes so much sense because you believe that this is just a a guy who loves who loves broadway <laughs> <laughs> you have to give him a shout out for having done the whole show on his knees basically and it's it's you know oh. go, do, doing doing some of the notes he sings on on your knees and and, and the dancing and keeping it's just so clever and I, it's also so clever that they do that bit in the dance they do that bit in the dance where he goes come on boys and they lift him up and he stands up and you can see his feet moving across the stage and then you put him <laughs> back down again and it's just so give, clever. give him a little very, give him a little very, break yeah 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 and it's just a really slight nod to the audience you know breaking that fourth wall and having that fun again it's just so broadway it's just so so broadway yeah yeah. i love it i i wish i don't like that sort of humor is my favorite humor it's just completely what Mm. i'm on board with you know yeah i kind of wish shows we did have more like book of mormon and and uh and producers and even young frankenstein like i i just thought they were brilliant I think they're so funny. Mm. Shows that are able to just mm. laugh at themselves and be like, we know this is a bit crap, but go with us. Well, well exactly. It, it's like when yeah. he comes in, and it's, it is centered a lot around Farquaad because that's the character he, they portray him to be, but it's like when he comes in um, singing Fiona, Fiona, Fiona in that kind of Maria West Side Story vibe and then comes and he goes, whoa, stop. Stop there, plastic horse. <laughs> um, and yeah, the story itself is, you know, it's a beautiful story good messages well that's the thing i was going to say like it's just the most wonderful message at the end you know this is our story being the final song it it is lovely it's just it's just a tale about accepting people for who they are um you take them for everything that they are people are all beautiful it uh, you know because it is that's what um apparent i've not read it but that's what william steeg said the book was about and and it's about acceptance and it, it yeah it's just as well it's a lovely story to be showing people um one that i don't think you ultimately get with the film actually i think the film the film doesn't entirely make you feel like that in the way that the the broadway show does and that this is our story the last song genuinely it was very uplifting and very made me quite emotional in some ways because it was just nice to watch those character arcs on a stage like yeah. that. In- That's the thing. I think they, they really build out the characters more. It's not a surface level with, because of, because musical theater allows you to have a song about the character's backstory and the character's motivations. And mm-hmm. which you can't, you obviously you can do it in films, but doing it in like a kid's movie through dialogue and stuff is, is, I don't know. This I don't know. There's something about a song which allows you to kind of do it in a way that's not too, it's wanky, but, um, it's what they always say, you know, why do we sing? Because words aren't enough. 
the, the big, bright, beautiful world line that mm. they just carry out through the whole show means things very differently at different points in the show. And it's really yeah. smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just really yeah. smart writing, to be fair. You know, at the beginning, it means, well, there is this, but it's not for you. And then it means there is this and I really want it, but I'm not sure how to get it because I'm an ogre. And then at the end, it is I found it and it's in you and me. And that's just, that's yeah. just genuinely just really it's clever. It's nice. It's really nice. It's time for this week's quiz. This week's quiz is called I Think I Got You Beat. Yeah. Um, you meant to do the yeah bit. I went, yeah, 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 mm. yeah. Yeah, but I can't say yeah because I definitely yeah. haven't. Because even yeah. if I get through right and you get all wrong, I'm still losing <laughs> so oh. Oh. you know you know it's oh. been a while since we've done one of these it's not that long well no only two weeks actually <laughs> literally two episodes well um what what are the scores on the doors the scores on the doors are i have 22 mm. and you have 27 Oh gosh, that is quite the gap, actually. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, thing, yeah, yeah. It is, it is. I, uh, I was lacking the past couple of shows in my research. I'll admit, things got a little bit, bit hectic, um, and uh, and I slipped up. But you know, I think I've I've researched this quite well. I'm hoping to do reasonably well, but okay. we'll see. See, I'm not panicking. Not panicking. All right. It's a marathon, not a sprint, as uh, as uh, Paula Radcliffe would say. <laughs> what does? Was she the only one you could think of? I literally was like, "Who runs far?" Mo, Mo Farah, Farah, I guess. Okay. Well, I went first last time, so you can go first this time. As okay. In, as in, I'll ask you a question first. Fine by me. Okay. All right. Well, here you go. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. All right. Well, here we go then. Question okay. number one. Question number one. What was the name of the theatre in Seattle in which Shrek had its out-of-town tryout? The Fifth Avenue Theatre. Uh, oh, yes. look how quick yes. that was as yes. well. Ooh. I know, I know. September the 10th. Oh, to he's the, got dates. To he's the 21st. Yeah. And uh, Variety called it at, at just <laughs> at this at this, um, at this showing one of the few mu- movie musicals with heart. Oh, look at that. He didn't just give you a right answer, everyone. He wanted to prove how right he was by giving us all of the details yeah. about the Well, I've got to try. get some pride back somehow. Mate, you've got yeah. pride regardless. You've got pride regardless. Thank you. That was yeah. I thought you might you might hit me with some sort of questions like that. So yeah, I've been aware, been aware. Okay, Good. your first question. Yeah, all right. Your first question. Hmm. <clears throat> what did Tim Hatley, uh, who did the set and costume we've mentioned a few uh-huh. times, yeah. what did he say about the dragon on the U.S. tour? Um. He said that it's 
the biggest change? Will that do? Mm, no. No, sadly, sadly well, not. What do you want then? What do you want then? I can he give said, you more. No, it's just, it, well, okay, well, what? Cause he's, I mean, it's quite a specific thing. Well, he said it won't be the same. It'll be a different, uh, different creature or different puppet. No, no. He said, he said, um, we finally gotten it right. That's what he said. Which is quite a key. Sorry, I'm that's sorry. quite a key quote. That is, that is a key that. quote. I'm out. I'm out of quote. this. Well, you can <laughs> you can say how you feel. I mean, Tom, that's fine. How am I? Goody, it's literally it's literally on on the US tours. He said yes. Um, it will be different yeah, creature. Yeah, but I think we finally got it right. Oh, you did right, say so... that. The biggest change. Yeah. Okay. So I, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I wrote down. He said that it was the biggest change. Or that would okay. be a different creature. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, fine. Fine. That works. What was the change? Well, they just changed the, the type of puppet, right? They kind of just had fewer people in it. They actually had more or, people on it. They I, had more oh, people really? on it. So, yeah, so it became four puppeteers and a 25-foot yeah. puppet. Oh, but the state, but the people went off stage instead of it was a. The voices were off stage instead of yeah. um, having them on stage, wasn't it? That yeah, they didn't it. have the like. If you watch the Netflix one, they've got mm. a trio singing. They do this like Priscilla just, Queen of one the Desert. soloist singing. And also, what else did they do? Do you know what else they did with with their song with the song? As in, they changed the song from Donkey yeah. Pot Pie to a song called Forever. They which did. They then released as a single. Which is so strange. I've never thought of like musicals releasing singles. <laughs> you know, Hamill drops aside. Okay. Question great. number two, Tom. <laughs> Who played Donkey in Seattle, but not on Broadway? Okay, so it changed. Uh, it changed. It changed. Uh, it did change. That, that's the question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be able to give you names of people. I'm just not going to be able to do that. <laughs> so, like, okay. I can tell you who played Donkey in London. I can tell you who played Donkey. But, you know. But you know. can't tell me who played Donkey in Seattle? No. no. I was focusing on the Broadway one. Fair. Okay, well, his name was Chester Gregory II. Chester Gregory II. And why didn't yes. he do Broadway, do we know? Because the production team just felt the role didn't suit him, or he didn't suit the role. <laughs> What did they say? Let's have a look at it. What they actually said. They said, "Oh he no, it's worse than that. He did not fit the part." I don't know. Who Pretty he is. brutal. That's, he played um, seaweed on Broadway on her, after um, the original guy. He was the first replacement seaweed on Broadway. I know that. But could you imagine that? Just being told, "Yeah, sorry, you're not going to go play it on Broadway because you don't fit the part." I know. Oh, great. Uh, well. Yeah, who replaced him? Daniel Breaker or Breaker? Daniel Breaker, Breaker, Breaker. Yeah. Okay, my go. My go. Here's a question for you. Here's a question for you. Second question. <laughs> yeah. Why did? Why did? Why did Amanda <laughs> you say Holden... that? I should. You say that I should um, be surprised by the fact that you've got a question for me. <laughs> hey, here's one for you. Yeah. Why did Amanda Holden leave the show in the West End? Because she was pregnant. 
she was. She was pregnant. I don't know she why was pregnant. I whispered that. And, uh, and who took over? Kimberly Walsh of Girls Aloud fame. She did. She did. And yet Broadway got Sutton Foster. I mean, I just, I don't know about you, right? But like, no, again, going into that, the Broadway, <laughs> the Broadway-ness <laughs> of the show. Like Sutton Foster, I, there's part of me like that, because Janine Tesori worked with Sutton Foster a lot. Like she mm. was in um, Thoroughly Modern Millie. She was in Violet, um, which might have been after Shrek, actually. Um, but I, part of me is like she wrote the dance break into Morning Person for Sutton Foster, the tap break, because everyone knows it's Sutton Foster and she's a triple threat. Like, I, can't, I don't know about you. I, d- I can't imagine Amanda Holden or Kimberly Walsh dancing like that. Well, Amanda Holden was in Tap Your Feet or whatever it was, Step in Time or Step, Step Down. What, what was that show about? Remember uh, the show about... Um, I have learning literally to tap no idea. Dance, learning to Tap Dance? No, nah, dude. Like mom, all I think... Learning to Tap Dance. Amanda Holden, all I've step got out, is Stepping Out, talent. Stepping Out. I think it was nah, called Stepping I'll... Out. All I've got for Amanda Holden is Britain's Got Talent. I don't even know why she's on that. I don't even know why she was on that. She was a ballerina, wasn't she? Was she? Oh my gosh, I'm learning all about Amanda Holden, if that's true. I don't know, mate. Is that wrong? Why is she famous? I don't know. I just know that she was on Britain's Got Talent. She was on Blind Date. Oh my god, no, this is... We're being unfair. She did go to to Mount View. We're being unfair. I was about to say she did go to Mount View and also she was um, nominated for an Olivier for Best Actress in a Musical for her performance in West End production of Thoroughly Modern Millie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I knew that she was... Mate, I knew that she is she was, um... English Sutton Foster and we've just been like neglecting her for all this time? Um, okay, well, uh, my question, final question for me... As in the one... Wait, I'm asking you, yeah? Oh, yes, yes you sorry. are. You are. Okay, we kind of touched on it earlier. You ready? Nice. Question number three. Okay. Which of the seven dwarfs is said to be Farquaad's father? Well, oh, fuck, I actually missed his name because I was, I was kind of half watching and half doing a report. Um, is it... Uh, well, he's quite a grumpy little man. <laughs> is it grumpy? <laughs> Is it grumpy? Is it grumpy? I don't know. I actually don't know. Yeah, it's grumpy. Is it? Yeah. Well, because Farquaad's quite an angry little little guy, isn't he? Yeah, it? but it was just the way that you literally just described the 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 grumpy dwarf. By <laughs> he's a grumpy. No, little I was man, talking about Farquaad. Farquaad's a <laughs> Farquaad's a dick. Tell you what is really good script writing, and and really well acted between Daniel Breaker and Brian Darcy James is the bit when. They're trying to describe to Fiona what Farquad's like, and they're coming up with all the oh, yeah. short puns. It's yeah. brilliant. That is brilliant. I laughed at that so much. It was great. Um, okay. So the so the West so the West End musical mm. was nominated for uh, for Olivier. Yeah. Yes. And it won one. Mm-hmm. It won one, uh, which was Nigel Harmon, mm-hmm. uh, and he played Farquhar. <laughs> you keep um, answering all the questions that I think this is going to be. <laughs> yeah, but what part did he have to play in uh, future productions 
i.e. UK tour. Mm. Part that you have to play in the in the UK tour. What part did he play in the UK tour? No, listen to the wording of the question. Oh, I see what you've done here. Is this is well, like, is it that he directed it? Yeah. Oh, I see. That's a very well-worded question. That because. Well, I just said what I part what did what you have did to there. play in. I know, but it made it sound like something happened. In which case, that in which case he had to go into the show as a as one of the parts. Do you see what I'm saying? It was a very well worded question. Well, thank you, thank you. And yeah, you're right. He did. He went on to direct it. He went on to direct both of the tours, including he he went on to direct. Um, uh, Nigel Lindsay, Nigel Lindsay. Um, who uh, who played Shrek in the West End one? So he went on to direct his own cast members, which I think is quite quite cool, actually. Quite fascinating. I suppose it's no different to having a resident director yeah. on tour, is it? Yeah, I suppose. But I don't. I don't. I I I guess the tour was basically the West End show because they'd already downsized it by then, hadn't they, and done the changes? Mm. So I, I would have liked to have seen much. it. I would have liked to. Have well, seen you it. and me, you and me both. So, what are the scores on the doors after that, Tom? Okay, well, there's going on the door. What did you have? 27, I had 22. So you've now got 30, mm. and I've got 25. Ooh. No, I haven't. Well. I've just lied to you. I've got 23. You've got 24, Tom. Yeah, I've got 24, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I it's... thought I had 23 at the start, even though I just said it to you. 23 and 20. And 30. No, no, you've got 24. <clears throat> you've got 24, Tom. 24 and 30. <laughs> oh, my God. So you've, you've won. <laughs> I'm not putting that. I mean, let's that be yet. real. Unless, unless I ask you some ridiculously bad questions. There's no mm. time for me. What's your favorite song and why? Um, so what is your favorite song, Tom? Because I know you are having a bit of an um and one this week. An um and an ah and an ah and an um. I mean, the one that I'm drawn to is obviously, it's obviously uh, who I'd be. I have mm. to admit, I I I didn't want to pick that simply because I thought I'd be Andrew and pick a different one. Uh, but I, you know, there's just honestly, he starts singing and it's such a good moment. This is what I was talking about earlier when I was saying how in this show and in musicals, um. You know, when you when you turn something from a film into a musical, you've got to add value to it and bring something different to it. And I think songs like this are exactly why it works. Because seeing that side of Shrek and getting this whole... Like, it's, it is a really good song as well. You know, and it's so honest. And um, and then the... Ter- there's, you know, the, the, the dreams that he gets in the, in the verses and the chorus and then back to the... But an ogre always hides. And then, you know, that constant reminder, that thing that's constantly at the back of his brain, constantly weighing him down so that he can't achieve those dreams. And the way the music changes there as well to, to you know, I don't know, I don't know the technical term, but to me it sounds more, you know, sad and like a minor, I don't know, is that like a minor key or? No, it doesn't go minor, but I know what you mean. Or diminished um, or something. I'm chucking words. You know. <laughs> chucking words. Um, yeah. Uh, no. So because so it changes, what it, what doesn't it? It goes. The melody changes to a. Yeah. To yeah, a, yeah. 
a darker a darker tone. Well, I don't know uh, musically what, how, but are you, sorry, am I, you're trying to answer, me, aren't you? I just, I'm just. Sorry, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like finish my thought. I know, and I keep trying to help. <laughs> Basically, I'm really trying to. It was like you were. It was like I was literally just trying to <laughs> throw you the boy, you know, the, the life saving ring you throw into a water, and you just kept batting it away. <laughs> So it doesn't go minor and it doesn't go like anything like that. But what it does do, it just, it goes very sparse and empty. It's just like chords, which are held over bar lines rather than there being like a lot of accompaniment or anything. Yeah. You know, it, because we've up to that point, um, you know, it, it's it's a building texture, isn't it? You added, they, um, they add instruments. Danny Troub, I should shout out here because he was the orchestrator and we love Danny Troub. We stan Danny Troub. Um, what else has he done? Because I know that we've mentioned him before. Danny Troub, obviously, Beauty and the Beast. Yes, that's that how we, that's how we've that's what yeah, we've um, yeah. we've that's why we've uh, spoken about him before. He did that, but he also did um, the early two thousands uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Did Little Mermaid. Mm. He did um, some Adams Family. He did Newsies. He did um, Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella. The uh, the newer one and Aladdin. He does a lot for Alan Menken. He's like Alan Menken's guy. So that's quite um, good that his style suits this fairy tale world. Yeah, well. that's smart. Mm. Smart from the producers, right? They did. They just they <clears throat> kind of got someone in who's used to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that's kind of what you're talking about, really, because we get a build of texture throughout the song, and then when he gets that, it just goes. It kind of it's like someone like taking the floor from underneath you, musically mm. and texturally. So, so you kind of feel suddenly very bare and alone, which is exactly why you felt that when he's singing an ogre. Also, it's great hides. lyrically just repeating an ogre, an ogre, an ogre, because it's clear. Mm. It's basically what? Ogre and ogre. What, ogre and ogre again. Ogre and ogre again. Yeah. Because it's what his parents have. It's like, that's what his parents mm. have told him when he's a kid. Mm. And he's just like repeating it like life lessons that have been ingrained mm. into his brain that mm. he can't quite shake off. Oh, it's great. I really love it. And when I was watching it on Netflix, I, I genuinely got uh, the hair stood up on my on my mm. arm. It was so weird. Well, I was yeah. like, what's going on? But it's because it, cause it's also because it's filmed so well and it really felt mm. like theatre, you know. I should say also that it's um, my um, favourite song as well. It's really hard because when, especially when you do a show like this where everybody knows who I'd be, it's like the song from Shrek. So it's hard because you want to kind of, as you say, you want to be slightly edgy and pick something else, but you can't because it's such a good song. It's such a well-crafted song all the way down to, as we were just discussing what happens when he does sing An Ogre Always Hides, into that build-up where it goes into the trio when suddenly Fiona comes behind him and he can't mm. see her as an ogre. This thing he finds so beautiful, this woman that he finds so beautiful is standing behind her just like him. It's 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 stunning, and they're all singing about what they want to be and who they are, and ah, oh, it's it's such a good song, just ten out of ten. Um, but honorable mentions, I've got some honorable mentions for this week. Um, okay. Um, I know it's today. I think it's such a lovely song. I know it's today. Yeah, yeah but so good. for me, it's when all the three Fionas come in together is just mm. absolute gold. That mm. is. The bit when they sing My White Knight, My Knight and His Steed in triplets together, it's like 
oh, it, to get, yeah. it's just so good. It's so, so, so good. Um, so yeah, an honorable mention for also, that. Also, again, and then, just love the love the staging and writing of mm-hmm. that. Um, and my other honorable mention is for What's Up, Dulock. Um, oh yeah, I mean that's and, and just because it's just such a good, very big, very Broadway, and then he ends the reprise with the the uh, Defying Gravity thing, and it's just perfect and just so well written. Um, but as you said earlier as well, like we were talking about it and using like satire and like nods to certain things which the film does and it does it musically as well like there's um i wrote a couple of songs down which i think are like bits where they've clearly taken from other musicals like there's a bit of story of my life towards the end of that which goes very chorus line when it literally just goes like that which is really again with all of them standing in a line it's very smart um then don't let me go um, which is probably why it's in my head. It was very renty. It was very... Um, Thank you. I was going to say... It's, yeah, it's I'll it cover you. It's just the same. I'll cover you, yeah. yeah. Literally the same it's just thing. The same. I, I thought so. Um, and then you've got the travel song where it goes through Beauty and the Beast where the, where the um, <laughs> plate and the fork are talking to each other. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then, and then you get the Lion King when the giraffe comes up past it it's very funny also kind of what i mean with all those little pastiche bits in the music i think when we go and see shrek or you see shrek and you go to far far away in shrek 2 and you can see the starbucks that isn't the starbucks and the burger king that isn't a burger yeah king. yeah it's totally the humor of the it's totally the humor of it so piece. to do it musically is is really smart because then as shrek fans you go and see the music as, as shrek fans and sh- musical fans you're mm. like it's total fan service this literal ta- but like not done yeah in a bad way and done in a very good way, which is always good fun. So uh, now it's time for uh, everyone's favorite segment of the show. Uh, it's stage frights, everyone. Woo! Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and this week we have with us a, a dear friend to come and share uh, one of my favorite moments, which I've ever seen. <laughs> um, uh, Jimmy Van Heers here. Hi, guys. Pun pun. Thanks so much for having <laughs> yes, me. Yes, he is. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, no, lovely dear. to be here. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay. It's lovely to see you both. I was just saying, I haven't seen Geddy in, like, I don't know, well over a year. Oh, well might, over. Not, might not have been since two years, maybe. Yeah, since your birthday. Yeah, I was going to say, mm, it's that birthday more like two. that night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, no. That everyone's last night before lockdown, yeah, I that think, w- probably would have been. Yeah, it would have been. Gosh, yeah. yeah. Pre COVID. an exciting evening, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Jimmy, you've got. Um, so, obviously, this is where we, we share our, our most embarrassing stage moments, and we have people on, and we've had some really good ones this season. It's been really great. Yeah, if, if people haven't listened, go back, and um, if you don't want to listen to the whole episode, at least skip. Uh, about 40 minutes in and listen to them because they are fab yeah don't don't uh, bother listening Jimmy, to the actual episode got, just listen to that such... one bit yeah <laughs> the no you don't need to listen to that yeah. we should we'll just do we'll do a spin-off where we just do this uh but jimmy you've got a uh you've got a very good one yeah so uh, so of course i i know you you guys know how i know you but mm-hmm. I, I wonder i was wondering <laughs> what the what the podcast canon is in terms of uh the guests you've had on so we know each other from uni mm-hmm. and doing uh, musical theater stuff and um it was my very my first showcase we used to do a show and then a showcase and uh yeah it was my my first one just after i'd met you 
Did that just? That was weird. That was weird. Yep. All right. Are you? I know no, no, you're recording right. on your on your thing. I just thought I'd do this in case. Yeah, yeah, no, that's all good. Um, so I I was doing my my first ever showcase with uh with GMTG and the Society, and um and I was singing uh, a song from the last five years, the the final song, uh, Goodbye Until Tomorrow, and um, uh, which is a weird. It's kind of a weird duet anyway, because it's not a duet. So it's basically two songs kind of um, smashed together. Not smashed together. They fit together. Um, but it kind of, it starts with us. Uh, me. So me and another friend of ours, Amy Gornell, Queen of Stage Managing. Uh, Queenie. Queenie. She, Queenie. We were singing it together. Um, and and uh, the first half we, we come on and it's all very sort of lovey-lovey and we're like happy, happy couple. Um, and Amy is, is very, uh, I think it's fair to say quite sort of, um, she's not very flappable. Um, and basically what happened was we, we sort of came on and we were meant to be like running on and being all like lovely, lovely. And then she sort of like, well, she, she ran onto the stage and I ran after her and just completely stacked it and hit the deck like hard, like really hard. And then she went, (laughs) (laughs) I've forgotten about this. And yeah, yeah. And uh, so the funny thing is, is that like in my, in my head, right. I thought, I, you know what, that's gone badly, but I have styled it out with a really good roll. I remember thinking I did a really good roll. <laughs> you did, you did, you to be did. Fair. I, and thought kind of, I thought it was choreographed. Oh, okay, I was so there we go. I thought it was choreographed. You could. Um, so, yeah, so then obviously we're kind of looking at each other, kind of eyes wide, going, okay, I guess you have to sing the song now. And the first half of the song is her singing, being all happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was just in my head going, yeah, I just, just fell over. Like my my knee, like my knee hurts. My knee hurts a lot, <laughs> like quite a lot. And then it kind of carried on, and it, it's a long song. It's not a short one. It's not short and sweet. And it was already the pretext of it was already a little bit weird because I just um, just started singing. Another friend of ours, Eleanor Rattenbury, and I don't know if you guys remember this, but before the song before, like we had literally just started going out, probably like a month month or two before. But the song before that, she goes on stage. I can't remember. It's a song from Miss Saigon. Was it Sun and Moon? Um, I think it was Sun and Moon. Wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And basically, just like kisses someone else for I don't know five minutes. <laughs> and I come on, run up the. Have you guys spoken about the stairs of death? So this is kind of the. No, I was like, going to ask you if it was the, the stairs, stairs of death or not. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fully the stairs of death, mm. like which is the these stairs in where we used to do the performances, which get steadily narrower until they're sort of a couple of inches mm-hmm. square at the top, the top mm. step yeah so that was the whole th- and then yeah kind of had just just stand like looking lovingly at amy while she sings this song and we get to the point where it all kind of like turns and i have to sing and get a bit moody and um there's just there's just no music playing there's just none um and i'm thinking i'm sure there was music <laughs> there was definitely music meant to be playing and kind of like tried to oh I don't know if we would have seen the band actually it was it was another friend like Ollie Hans he was uh, MDing it I think you were in the band as well Getty if I remember not for that one or was that no one? no that we, one. no I guess if you were watching it mm. okay um, and then just had to sing but there was no just no music at all and then <laughs> I, like, for the whole for the whole song I remember speaking to Ollie afterwards and him going like yeah I think I remember it I was like is it is it in C and just sort of playing <laughs> trying to play something <laughs> just going. Is it? Yeah, it's probably it's probably in probably in C, I think. And then um, yeah, Gosh. and it just it felt like you know obviously it feels like it just goes on for absolutely ages. Mm. And then I, and then also mm. I think at the end, uh, 
the narrative of, of how it was fitted into the showcase was another, someone else came on and was like my lover who I was running away with, which I guess that fits in the show as well. And I just had this big, like a massive suitcase that I had to pick up <laughs> that was obviously empty because it was a huge, it wasn't like a briefcase. <laughs> it was like, yeah. It was a I big, remember. I remember. Yeah, I remember. and it just sort of make it trying to make it look like I lift it up and it just go. Oh, oh yeah. no! Obviously, that's from, there's nothing in there. Not even a duvet or something like that. And taking this like limping off the stage <laughs> with this massive empty suitcase. So yeah, that was a that was a good one. And that was my first duet. I think that was my one of my first um, oh. solo-ish performances for GMG. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was quite a funny. And one. Everything that went oh, yeah. wrong, you know, everything that could have feasibly have gone wrong went pretty wrong. much. Yeah, yeah, it was it was definitely one of those. Oh, I think oh, I, it's definitely God. for me. It's 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 Amy's like squeal in her that mm. she's went. Yeah. <laughs> well, she told me. Yeah, she said that she did that, and also she said that she just couldn't sing because she yeah. was. She said she was like crying mm. with laughter. Mm. <laughs> she said she literally couldn't couldn't speak. Yeah, you, you would be, wouldn't you? <laughs> she just couldn't believe. Because were you in front of her? You were, weren't you? I th- I remember her being on first, but I maybe that's just how uh, I've maybe. chosen no, to I remember No, I think it. you were. I think you were on first because I you oh, okay. literally came. You oh yeah, you're right. right. You I rolled back. onto yeah, yeah, the yeah. stage. You yeah, bundled right. onto the stage, stage followed by like Amy Goldman. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, this. I thought you were doing some sort of stunt work or yeah. something, and I thought this is a really weird way to start this song. I think that's, I think that's a good, like that's such a good example of audience, yeah. like when you're on stage thinking, oh my god, I've absolutely, you know, screwed this thing up. Audiences literally have no idea half the time. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess like, it's just no like clue. smile. The fact it. that we thought that you were supposed to roll on stage. Drink a just a really strange director's <laughs> choice. Just a really, yeah. really strange why, director's choice. Yeah, why oh, would that brilliant. possibly have been happen? But I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jimmy. No, and, no worries. Uh, Thanks for having me. That's really got, funny. You've um, got Elle. Who you mentioned. Yeah. Earlier. So, so Eleanor. Yeah, yeah. So she's just started writing a um a blog called Midnight Culture, which I'm doing a bit of a shameless plug for. And this week is um uh. It's actually so. It's basically the kind of premise is that it's kind of all about sort of culture that you consume after, like after midnight, basically when you sort of should have gone to bed. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of like mm. random cult films. I think last week's was um, kind mm. of a real deep dive into Father of the Bride, which is one of my favorite films, and like loads of just like random cult films like Street Walking and like loads of random like eighties stuff like that. <laughs> um, and then uh, this, but this week because it's which is why I thought would be relevant is that it's it was all about basically so recently we'd be getting sort of ready for bed and I'd just look at her phone and she'd be watching I'd Do Anything, which was the, the reality <laughs> TV show from 2008. She'd just be watching it on YouTube. Right. right. And I don't know if you, do you guys remember that? I kind of vaguely yeah. remember it being on. I don't remember watching I, I it watched in too it. much detail. I but watched it um, religiously, that show. Yeah. Yeah. So we've, she... We've she, joked she, about the chair. We have joked about yeah. it previously on the episodes. Yeah. yeah. There you yeah. go. Oh my God. Yeah. So I remember sort of looking over and being like, why is Angela Webber sat in a throne? <laughs> and, like, and like, it's really... Uh, so so her, her entry this week is on that, which is, um, I think it's, it's like a hidden obsession uh, thing. But yeah, do check it out because it's really, really funny. It's really good. Um, but I remember... Oh, oh, yeah, we'll, just, link I, we'll link it. We'll link yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Please we'll, do. We'll, yeah. We'll put it All somewhere. right. Lovely to see you both. Let's see something soon. Yeah. Lovely you to see too, mate. buddy. Much yeah. love. Lots of love. Let's do something soon. Love that story. Mate, I just had forgotten love all about that. All about that. It's just so good. Yeah. I... Yeah. Like, I've said it already, but, like, honestly, I thought it was choreographed. Like, com- fully convinced. I thought, oh, that's a weird thing to yeah, do. Yeah, me too. Why have they done Me that? Too. 
Well, what a what a fantastic episode. I love I love the show. I'm really really Mate, like me the show. too. The more I've thought about um, it since um watching yeah. it than talking about it, the more I just actually think it is a really good show. I might show the guys tonight, you know. Yeah, I'll do it. it put it on. Because uh obviously it's on Netflix. Yeah, I'm gonna put it on. I'm gonna watch it. Again. Do it. Call me crazy. <laughs> Call me crazy. Okay. Um, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um uh yeah yeah brilliant 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 show um so uh everyone hey hello uh you know the drill uh if you want to get in contact with us uh, it's a show show pod at gmail.com send us your stage frights you just heard jimmy's just there um we will read them if you send them in an email or if you want to come on the podcast just let us know and we'll send you a link and we'll have you on um and give us a follow at show underscore show underscore pod indeed um yeah give us a follow please and uh and a, a five-star review if you're listening on anywhere where you can review please, us please, please. Every Sunday. um and we've just and, um, um and we've got some really exciting really exciting things, things absolutely we do and we cannot wait to bring you what we've been planning because to be fair i'm kind of looking at tom's face and realizing how exciting it actually is <laughs> It's so exciting. I just wrote it down on, on my on my weekend calendar thing. I put Sunday prep for, for Monday and I was like, oh, Woo-hoo, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's exciting. It really is. So, yeah, stay tuned and we can't wait to deliver some really exciting content. Um, but other than that, I've been Tom and I've been Getty. And, and that, that was, was Shrek. Shrek. Goodbye. Get out of my swamp. <laughs> <laughs>